0: The Cincinnati shooting this morning, another senseless act of violence. You know, first, my thoughts go out to all who were affected, but thoughts and prayers are not enough. I was literally in the middle of writing an email to the superintendent of one of Montana's school districts in regards to bulk survivor shooting book sales and the Reflex Protect training we did for the first half of his district yesterday when I got a phone call. And a side note, this district is the first Montana school district to implement Reflex Protect throughout all the schools and buses in their district. You know, the phone call I received was from Scott Sloan of the Scott Sloan Show on 700 WLW in Cincinnati, Ohio, regarding the shooting this morning in Cincinnati. And because I was busy doing emails and stuff, I hadn't even heard about that shooting yet. I was able to do a, a short interview with Scott, the interview got cut short because they had a live press conference go on that they had to have on the air, but then he texted me back and said, you know, we're going to schedule an interview, have you on longer here shortly. So, you know, one of these days I'll get on that interview again. I have been interviewed by Scott before when about shootings and that's why they gave me a call uh, when this happened right there in their hometown. You know, another unthinkable act. And again, a senseless act of violence. And many of the facts are still unknown. But like I said on the radio this morning, often these investigations can take a lot of time. And sadly, like the Las Vegas shooting investigation, not all the answers are available questions we have, sometimes we can't find an answer to. You know, his motive, um, if you've read the blog on Survivor Shooting and read other reports, that they don't have a definitive motive of the Las Vegas shooter last year. But this is what I do know. The Cincinnati shooting is another senseless act of violence. And it saddens and sickens me that people think the answer to their problems is to kill people. Especially sickening is to kill innocent people that have absolutely nothing to do with these sick individuals' perceived problems. And I'm not a doctor, so I'm not using sick in medical terms. And I understand that mental illness is a contributing factor to many of these tragic incidents. And I believe in mental health, and I believe we need to get people with mental health problems. They need the help that they need to get. You know, so I support those that are in that industry and I wish we could do more. But I'm using sick as in anyone who wants to hurt or kill innocent people is sick. And I could use some stronger words, but I'll refrain from using them here. It, it infuriates me that people will just go kill innocent people that have absolutely nothing to do with their sick perceived problems and they think that that's the answer. Or whatever they're thinking, because a lot of times they kill themselves and we don't know exactly what they were thinking. But it's it's terrible and it's tragic and it, it really infuriates me of why people do these things. You know, now, yesterday, you know, after the training that we did, I was talking to a couple of the trainers. You know, we had taught 70-some teachers and staff up there how to use Reflex Protect as a component to their active threat and armed intruder response plan and training. And as we're leaving there and we were heading back to Missoula, we were talking and we all agreed that we wished this training wasn't needed. We wished we knew the solution to stop others from wanting to kill innocent people. We wished that my book, Survive a Shooting, wasn't needed. We wished Reflex Protect wasn't needed. You know, we wished people would just stop hurting and killing each other. You know, but sadly we acknowledge that our wishes are not going to come true. You know, history shows us that people have been preying on others and killing each other for as far back as you can go and it doesn't look like a change is coming. And that is sad. I mean, you would think with all of the advances that humanity has had and continues to have, but we can't stop hurting and killing each other. I don't understand it. I don't like it. And as a father, I worry about my daughter in this world almost every day. You know, And my wife and I are trying to prepare her to be successful. And we go and we do things because we want her to enjoy life safely. I'm not going to teach her to be paranoid and not do things and not enjoy life. But I am trying to teach her so she can do things safely. Because that is what I know and it is what I understand. That we can do things to better prepare ourselves. We can practice safe habits and we can have a plan for when the unthinkable happens. And that's why I wrote Survive a Shooting. That's why I teach workplace violence and active shooter response classes. That's why I teach safety classes on campuses. That's why I teach people how to enjoy life safely. It's also why I've teamed up with Reflex Protect because we can offer a non-lethal option to people to defend themselves when they have to. Because I firmly believe that we must all take personal responsibility for our own safety. The law officers that are out there doing an extremely difficult job cannot be everywhere to keep everyone safe. They get called after something bad happens. We have to be able to do something to protect ourselves and our loved ones and our employees until they get there. And a lot of situations have been stopped before law enforcement gets there. People can, they have, and they will again in these violent situations. They will do it with firearms and they will do it without firearms. And that's why I believe we all have to accept that personal responsibility for our own safety. And if we are in leadership positions, we should provide training and tools for those that work for us to help keep them safe. This not only increases morale and reduces anxiety, It's been shown that workplace violence and active shooter response training saves organizations money. And I'll be writing and talking about more of that on my blogs and in this podcast because I think it's extremely important. And for people that the only thing they worry about is money, well, it will save organizations money by having a better prepared, trained workforce and implementing tools and other things that we can do to harden targets and reduce the likelihood of an event happening in the first place. So it is morally and fiscally sound to prepare our employees through training and implementing things to make our locations more secure. So we need to take the personal responsibility for ourselves and our family, but employers should be taking the responsibility to keep their workplace safe and preparing their employees to keep themselves safe until law enforcement can arrive. The Cincinnati shooting this morning is just one more And sadly, it won't be the last that illustrates the need of doing something proactive to protect yourself, your loved ones, and those that work with or for you. We cannot put our heads in the sand. We cannot ignore this. We need to do things. And the time is now. Because we don't know when the next horrible event is going to happen, but it is going to happen. It's not if, it's when. So please take the responsibility, be proactive, do the things that will provide you the information and the tools to keep yourself safe. I am here to help you and there are many others out there that are trying to help people. Take advantage and learn from people, whether it's me or someone else. Implement the strategies that can keep you safe. And lastly, again, I want to say my thoughts go out to everyone that was affected today in Cincinnati and to everyone that's been affected by past shootings. Take care. Stay safe.